This is Pop Fiction Women. I'm Corinne. I'm Kate. And we're complicated. Blunt. Total boss. But sometimes a mess. Opinionated. But never boring. And in this podcast, we're discussing the complicated women of the best books, TV, and movies. Along with the complicated women behind the scenes. Warning, lots of spoilers ahead. So come back when you're done. Hurry up, it's starting. Today, we are talking about Normal People, the Hulu adaptation of, or I guess it's Hulu and BBC adaptation of Sally Rooney's best-selling novel, Normal People. We are looking at episodes 9 and 10, and as we set up yesterday, these are we knew these were going to be some rough episodes, right? Mm-hmm. We knew that episode 9, Marianne is studying abroad in Sweden, and we know from the book that that's a very low point in her life. We also know in episode 10, uh, Connell experiences uh, an unexpected death of a friend, and that is a very low point for him as well. So it's not we were not we were not super excited to yeah. tackle these, but we thought it was worth putting them together and just kind of getting it getting through them together. Yeah, you know we're like, oh, we're not gonna like these because I didn't like Sweden in the book, and yeah. I don't really like his low point in the book. But then I was thinking, I mean, clearly we're not really supposed to like these. No. <laughs> They're very uncomfortable, right, for both of them. So, um, yeah, but I will say, which I was just saying to you pre-production that, yeah. Maybe because I had such low expectations, mm-hmm. and again, not because I think the series is not gonna is gonna do something poorly here. Just I don't particularly enjoy these parts of the book either, so I didn't think I'd enjoy them here. Yeah. That I actually I, I might I might like them better in in the series, but yeah. more importantly, I have a lot of questions or things I want to talk to you about because here we finally see some departures. Yes. Which I'm interested by and why they did. And, and to our point yesterday, I wonder now with these episodes that Sally Rooney is not a writer on, uh, if yeah. that's why we are starting. Because you pointed out a very significant one in the last episode about the cafe and how yes. that had changed. And mm-hmm. now we're seeing more here. Yeah. And it's not huge departures, let's be clear. But no. for this series where they have stuck exactly. so true to the book, you know, yes. they are. And that's that's what interested me I will say about particularly the Sweden episode so maybe that sort of made it more interesting for me because at least I was wondering about these departures and I went uh back to the book like you did yesterday so maybe Uh, that saved it for me a little so that's interesting because I feel that way about episode 10 I feel that way about Connell's mm -hmm. low point me too but I did not feel that way about episode 9 I was really really frustrated and again, with this theme of diluting her, watering her yeah. down, um, and making her very kind of generic and surface. I, I don't know if you can say surface about kind of deeper issues, but compared to the book, I, I didn't know what I was really watching here. I wasn't, I wasn't, well, yeah. So this I had, is what I, I struggled to talk to nine. you about. Yes, yeah. Good, good. good. So, go. and it's. It really starts, I mean, well, first of all, it does start with Connell writing her letters. And can I just say, yes. this is where I was confused Yes, yesterday when yeah. I said I remembered them being more like pen pals mm-hmm. leading into Italy. So because I did go back to check the book for the Sweden stuff, I did see that this is mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. that's what I was remembering is more of this Skyping and emailing back and forth. Although 
prior to Italy, they she does in the book describe their correspondence a lot more. You don't see it like you do here. So mm -hmm. I wasn't crazy, but this is what I remembered, by the way, about their back and forth. I was just a little off in my in my timing. Yes. But um, so it, it really starts, though, in Sweden with her trying to break up with Lucas. Mm. And this is not immediately not the same as the book, right? Yeah. I mean, this this the book starts with them in this weird photo shoot that this um, episode actually ends with. And we, we we read about that weird arrangement they have that he calls the game. Yeah. And, and which parts of that come out in this anyway, because the game is just this dominant submissive thing they do where he, he makes the rules and if she breaks them, he punishes her. And the mm -hmm. game doesn't end when the sex ends. It ends in the shower. You know, mm -hmm. there was that whole bit in the book. But... But what I thought was so interesting here in this departure is she said, he's saying here, I really like you. And she says, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to say that. And I want, if anything, the opposite of that, that would be better. Mm -hmm. So here in the cafe, it's her idea to have him do the bad things he then does to her. Mm -hmm. And that's not true in the book. Hmm. In the book, they just that's just the nature of their relationship. Like when, when it starts, I mean, that's just the way it is. Whereas here it's something Marianne's insisting upon, which Lucas acquiesces to. Mm -hmm. And so that made me think about your comment yesterday mm -hmm. about how the cafe scene, she had told Connell in the book that that was her idea with right, Jamie. Right, and you right. didn't like that. It sort of had watered down here. Mm -hmm. You were frustrated, right, that it was removed because it, it kind of changed her inner thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I was like, maybe it's coming in Sweden. And we right. both agreed <laughs> that would be too late to put yeah. it there. But yeah. that seems to me that that is what they've done here. And I, but, and I think it works because you already know at this point in the show that Jamie hits her and that that was their relationship. Mm -hmm. So you now believe when she gets here that, that this is maybe what she likes yeah. And she likes it so much that she's actually the one asking Lucas to do it. And I right. didn't know if this resolved any of your issues from before, because now she is the one asking for it, like mm -hmm. she apparently did with Jamie, but they had whitewashed that. I don't know. I didn't. This is interesting because I have a different take on it. So in Sweden, what happens is they're they're doing this game. It escalates. This yeah. game escalates and it escalates and then it ends in a very ugly but surprising way mm -hmm. and that is gone from here what happened is they put it at the beginning which then I thought lost the whole thing I don't know I'm gonna read a little bit she and Lucas have an arrangement for a few weeks now Lucas calls it the game mm -hmm. like any game there are rules Marianne is not allowed to talk or make eye contact while the game is going on if she breaks the rules she gets punished later the game doesn't end when sex is finished. The game ends when she's in the shower. Sometimes after sex, Lucas takes a long time before he lets her get in the shower, just talking to her. He tells her bad things about herself. It's hard to know whether Marianne likes to hear those things. She desires to hear them, but she's conscious by now of being able to desire in some sense what she does not want. The quality of gratification is thin and hard, arriving too quickly and then leaving her sick and shivery. Your work... You're worthless, Lucas likes to tell her. You're nothing. And she feels like nothing, an absence to be forcibly filled in. It isn't that she likes this feeling, but it relieves her somehow. 
Then she showers and the game is over. She experiences a depression so deep it is Mm -hmm. tranquilizing. Mm -hmm. She eats whatever he tells her to eat. She experiences no more ownership over her own body as if it was a piece of litter. Now, Mm. I think that is kind of conveyed. Yeah. But it is not as meaningful to me as what we're seeing and I, you know, I, I've never wished so badly that I would not, could go back and not read this book and watch the show first. I wonder how it feels to someone who hasn't yes. read it. Yeah, yeah, that's it, what I was exactly It has wondering. to just feel, I'm guessing it feels a little more dull. It's just like, okay, she's now into this and what's going on. And I guess, you know, especially if you're binging it, it's just sort of a piece in the puzzle, but I don't know. It's it just is. I so think you're right. watered if you, down. But if you were just watching it, yeah, and you would you'd seen that cafe scene with Connell where mm-hmm. she now is telling him that she likes that with Jamie, then I think you get to this and it opens with the cafe scene now with Lucas, and you see Marianne saying asking for this. Like the guy, Lucas is actually seemingly a nice guy who wants to have a normal quote-unquote relationship and she's the one twisting it and saying no I want more of this dominant submissive one which by the way I'm sort of like at this point Lucas like I said seems like a like he (laughs) would he's like I really like you like like a quote-unquote nice guy it's funny how quickly he can turn by the way I'm not sure every guy could suddenly then become Lucas so I also just thought that was a little ridiculous I mean right I mean I know he wants to do what she wants but I'm not sure everyone could turn on a dime like that the way he does but some time has gone by yeah so you you imagine it's escalating but I understand what you're saying yeah yeah Yeah. but are you just thinking oh okay now this makes sense because she's been doing this with Jamie that now this is what she's into I I think it does I do think it makes sense but I don't think you're understanding Marianne Sheridan as Sally Rooney has written her and this was the really I was like I wrote this episode off completely the scene where she's being photographed and she's naked I mean I want to get to that yeah, that goes nowhere as what happens in the book. And then you see her really, truly fucked upness about it. Right. So this but is, yeah, go ahead. Before we even get to that, yeah. but what you just said about it's, you're not really seeing Marianne Sheridan. Yeah. I think the other piece you're not understanding here because of other choices they've made. You don't understand the physical abuse she's already suffered in her life because oh, they've taken yeah. that out. <laughs> yeah. So as yeah. we talked about when we did yeah. the book podcast, she thinks because of her father and her brother that yeah. one way you show love is by physical abuse. That is her damage that she's playing out with these men. They've chosen to have her respond to Connell in episode two when she says that her father hit her mother. Well, did he do it to you? She says, no, that's not true in the book. She says, yes, sometimes. And then in Italy, when they lay in bed and she says the horrible things Alan has said to her in the book, she says he has hit her, has, has physically hurt her too, but they took that out. So now it makes less sense why Marianne is doing the things she's doing. Right? Because you miss that piece too. Yeah, you do miss that piece. And I it is different. That's a big difference to me. Yeah, but I actually was happy because remember in the in the original podcast, yes. I said it was a little too on the nose. I don't think that that's actually the way yes, these that things people, go. Yeah, yeah, that they usually don't re-traumatize themselves in the exact same it, way. Exactly. And we were wishing she wouldn't. So maybe yeah. they did think about that. But it's, And it's a little better. But it, it doesn't. 
if you want her full picture, I just think. Yeah. No, you're not that, getting it. Yeah, you're, you're not, not getting, getting it. it. And no, it goes, all goes together here. I also think it's going to come back, I assume at the end, you know, like we talked about earlier, there's going to be this altercation between the brother and Connell. And if you, if, in the book, by the time that happens, Connell knows that he's mm-hmm. previously hurt her physically. Yeah. So, but yeah. we did talk to you that his psychological abuse is pretty bad too. I'm just shocked at how how hot and heavy they came on with Alan in the beginning. And I then, know, and then nothing. Nothing. I mean, they really could have done that while she, anytime she came home. I mean, I know they do it with the sponge incident, but I don't know. They came on so hot and heavy with that, I guess, because she's home and in high school. And then it's been nothing, really nothing. A mere mere mention in bed. But the end, yeah. yeah, Was that what you were going to talk about? That final scene. This is the thing to me that defines Marianne. Mm -hmm. The scene in the book is very similar to what's going on. She's being photographed. He's tying her up. She's looking at him like, I don't really want to do this, you know, and you see little bits of like, can, can we just, you know, it's kind of a game, but it's not. And they're both in it, but she's trying to get out of it. And he's just like, oh, no, come on, let's go. And it really escalates and it, it escalates in a similar way, but then also turns into something so revealing about Marianne and that is not there at all he kneels down again she draws her head back avoiding his touch and quickly he puts his hand around her throat this gesture doesn't frighten her it only exhausts her so entirely that she can't speak or move anymore her chin drops forward slack she's tired of making evasive efforts when it's easier effortless to give in he squeezes her throat slightly and then and she coughs Then, not speaking, he lets go of her. He takes up the cloth again and wraps it as a blindfold around her eyes. Even her breathing feels labored now. Her eyes itch. He touches her cheek gently with the back of his hand and she feels sick. You see, I love you, he says, and I know you love me. Yeah horrified she pulls away yeah. from him now she's got energy he said yeah. i love you and she yeah. is freaking she out that. yes mm-hmm. horrified was- she pulls away from him striking striking the back of her hand, head against the wall she scrabbles with her bound wrist to pull the blindfold back from her eyes managing to lift it far enough so that she can see what's wrong he says untie me marianne untie me now or i'll call the police she says i mean mm-hmm. she really she has no energy. She's given up. She's in this yeah. dark, dark place. Catatonic state. Yes. And this snaps her out of Yeah, it. because like, he has this kind of weird, odd, tender moment. And he's like, he puts the blindfold on and he feels strong enough to say, to touch her gently and say, I love you. Now, as fucked up as that is, her reaction is everything. She, everything. Yes. That, yeah. that him saying that really breaks the game really breaks this whole yes. arrangement and she is done she is like out. her eyes are wide open now yes. now she is no longer asleep and since this is the breaking point mm-hmm. you need that moment mm-hmm. of realization on her part that i don't want this anymore i'm right. done right and, and it's not a a it's not a sleepy moment like it is here where it, she just like exactly. puts her clothes back yep. on. Yep. No, no, this is the snap she out of it moment. snaps out of it, exactly. Because, and, and so what I thought was crazy about that change, exactly what you said. I was like, because we talked about that before. When she mm-hmm. hears him say that, that is the yeah. moment yeah. she snaps out of it. And here, not only do they not do that, what appears to snap her out of it 
even again, it's not a snap out of it because she still looks no. catatonic. So, yeah. but what what appears to make her say no, I don't want this is this voiceover of Connell mm-hmm. words and this and this. I guess it was an email to her. Is kind of the, is what you're hearing in her yeah. head at that moment, mm-hmm. and that's not in the book, right? I'm not. I, it's not right there where you're reading from. Yeah, and now it I is know the, in book the book jumps around. Yeah, it is in the book, but it's not right there. I did read not, it yesterday, actually. Yeah, yeah but yeah. but see, that to me is a big change because mm-hmm. in the book, it's Mary Ann who saves herself yes. in that moment. Yeah, and here you're led to believe that. It's Connell who's really saving her. Yeah. Um, Because at that moment, he's telling her, you know, you're a good person. Mm -hmm. I say that as someone who really knows you, Mm -hmm. you know, all of that. There's nothing wrong with you. And and that's what you're hearing when she finally looks up at him and says, I don't want this. Yeah. So the book purist and the feminist in me who wants people to understand Marianne hates this change. Yes. But the romantic and mm-hmm. i love mary right. connell sure, sure, in me sure. just watching this series actually loves this change but yeah. you don't know it's a change if you've not read the book or you're just watching the series you yeah. you're you i think so i can i can see both and yeah. and then it mirrors what we're gonna see in the next episode where connell's at his low point and it's talking with and the words of and skyping emails with marianne that save him and pull him out so i saw this as them wanting to show that each other they that they each save each other which is certainly in the spirit of the book right i mean people really do change one another they say and so that's where i thought they were going with that but i i think given our other comments about what they've done to marianne that it also bothers me yeah yeah i mean and I understand if maybe they didn't want so much violence against yeah. a woman and mm-hmm. but it's not just the violence that they're diluting that's not more my more of my issue is the negative self-talk the the truly who Marianne is and what she's battling they've really toned that down so much and you just don't have an, the same appreciation for the demons she's she's struggling with and and how how hard it's going to be to pull herself out because unless they're planning to change the ending pretty dramatically the ending is right for the book because she's not going to all of a sudden like they're not going to get engaged in the last episode and you know live happily ever after there's still so much work to do at the end but you yeah. know it's it's moving in the right direction especially from Sweden this is her rock bottom so I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just, that's the, the stuff that's in her head, the negative self-talk, the way they're diluting it. it I don't, I don't know where they're going to bring her arc to because this is what she's dealing with in the book. And this is what I think has the book people talking so much. She's not just a regular character. She is in a very extreme character. Everybody has some negative self-talk. She is taking it to places that we don't. And that was what, makes people talk about this book and makes the book so compelling and I just don't know if I feel the same way about the show she just seems a little more generic she seems a little more average not that everybody's you know having bondage you know in in their right in their year in Sweden but I don't it's a little bit more I guess compared to this is why it's so hard to say because I can't watch the show without having read the book I was just gonna say I think if you're just watching the show she has certainly demonstrated how 
broken she is inside yeah. and and this inter and but maybe not to the extent that you thought it came across in the book but I mean, yeah in the look at she's walking around listless and- yeah but in the story you can almost imagine that if she removed herself from jamie if she removed herself from lucas that that it would just very naturally get better because she's she we understand she's been making bad choices and she's choosing these men who are doing these things with her but she can't escape this this is in her head and I don't know if you're really getting that to the same extent I I don't that's true yeah Yeah, no I was just thinking that I mean during this episode I think I think you're getting it but I, I I do and I think I think you've been getting it but I just think you're right that compared to the book it's less multi-dimensional and you're not getting it as strongly yeah yeah, I just what, what? yeah oh yeah sorry. and maybe um, and maybe you're making a pretty good show when this was a phenomenal book. So I, I don't know. I get I guess it's hard to criticize a really good show, but when it's an adaptation of a phenomenal book, a book that is truly a phenomenon, it's it's like well, is a really good show the best you could do? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. It's it's it's. It's a good point. And I I was confused in this part too where when Connell writes her this email that I was saying kind of brings her out of the yep. scene. Mm-hmm. Why is he saying how apologizing for how stupidly he acted in Italy and it was such an unlucky that we're still friends because it's such an idiotic thing to do. Well, what did he do that was so badly in Italy? I think it was just... Just how he handled that interaction with her? Yeah, or maybe... In, and, and, yeah, and maybe like hooking up with her and or I maybe uh, or maybe also questioning her that's what I was thinking where he Alan. kind of made it seem like she did something wrong yeah I just didn't think it was that bad on their level in the in the scale of their awkward conversations <laughs> I didn't think he was such an asshole there but yeah um yeah but I I just I didn't know if this these departures in Sweden like I said at the outset were meant to not correct or just change the timing in which Marianne says that she is the one that wants to be treated this way. And if they had moved sort of their the cat original cafe scene that we talked about yesterday to here in a way. Yeah, but are, but are you getting... I understand that she's asking for this behavior, but are you understanding why? Are you understanding what's going on in her well, head that makes the, you... That's the problem. The yeah. only reason I thought it might work better revealing it here now, which I did not think yesterday, yesterday I thought it would be too late by yeah. Sweden, is right. that now I could see why she would ask for it because now she's already had this experience with Jamie. Sure. And presumably sure. liked it. I don't know sure. if she liked it, but it right. did something for her. Yes. And now she's the one asking for it because this is the way she likes things now. Yeah. Whereas when she says it in the, if she had said it the way she did in the book, maybe they thought that's a little too soon. Because why is she suddenly, I mean, she just broke up with Connell and now suddenly she's asking Jamie to hit her. her? Yeah. Over the summer. I mean, lots can happen over a summer, Kate. I know, know, but I could see as the writers of this thinking, you know what? Let's not do it in her conversation with Connell. Let's not say that she asked Jamie, let's let's get it out there that she's in, she starts doing that so that then by Sweden, she's actually the one proactively asking for it. 
I actually yeah. thought that might, I could see why that might have been a more interesting way to do it. Yeah, but then here's the here's another change in episode nine that bothered me. So either we're I think we're both making really interesting points around the changes and why and how they still work. And I think that's pretty true. And it could be just a preference or a you know, how much are you gonna focus on the show? How much are you gonna focus on the book? But there was another big change in episode nine that really bothered me. That doesn't have anything to do with the violence. And I said it. I expected it to come. Unfortunately, I talked about it yesterday when they're in Italy and Peggy is kind of saying, like, look, Jamie adores you and, you know, mm-hmm. get like, kind of get over it or deal with it. This is part of who he is. I expected, because it happens in the book, that there would be a real break between Peggy and Marianne. And they cut that out completely. I, I guess, I, I don't I guess, I don't know why, but I, well, it's still, she's talking to Joanna on Skype at one point, mm-hmm. and then she says to Connell, were they really ever my friends or whatever, mm-hmm. but that's not really what happens in the book. So this is from the book when she is talking to Joanna on Skype and she's, and Joanna is pretty much saying, you know, I don't really know why you were friends with them anyway, and I'll be friends with you no matter what, don't worry about it, but those two weren't so great and so Marianne says it was true Peggy and Jamie were not good very good people bad people even who took joy in putting others down Marianne feels aggrieved that she fell for it aggrieved that she thought she had anything in common with them that she'd participated in the commodity market they passed off as friendship in school she had believed herself to be above such frank exchanges of social capital But her college life indicated that if anyone in school had actually been willing to speak to her, she would have behaved just as badly as anyone else. There was nothing superior about her at all. I mean, that's a big reckoning. Yeah. And and a big, um, I don't know, her understanding that she thought she had this attitude and this you know view in high school and maybe it was just because nobody was nice to her and yeah. and it was it was not really her choice it was just her reaction yeah and, it, and that's and I, not there yeah, yeah all they have here is you know her writing back to connell saying i've been thinking about jamie and peggy like was it ever really friendship or mm-hmm. if i just like the feeling of it that's anybody could have that realization so exactly nobody about an, a friendship about that's a over. friend right yeah. yeah yeah and it's the the I agree with you the problem too is that's a big moment of realization for it her is. about the right about the way she was living her life and her friendships yes and Connell has one in the next episode that we'll talk about that I would say is kind of similar about with the therapist and his I think is enhanced and is, mm-hmm. is yes at least the way he delivers it is so so he gets to have that and I that agree. was her mirror one and and we don't have that I agree I don't so, understand why you know, anything I could blame it on the limitations of the adaptation to the screen. Yeah. I, I can't blame it on that because Connell's got it. And exactly. It's That's, really frustrating to me. Really, really, really frustrating. And that makes, and again, we've been saying all along that his character is coming out more multidimensional. Yeah. Yep. And these two kind of, I really do think they're like, you know, mirror episodes for the other. His is again coming off better in that Mm -hmm. sense because we get to see more of his inner thoughts and 
I, I, I thought that was disappointing too. Yeah. All right. So should we move on to episode 10 then? Yeah. Talk did anything else happen in seven? Oh, there's a little of Helen. We get a little more yeah, of the Helen Connell relationship. Right. It comes out more. Exactly. Yeah, we can in lace that one. into 10. Yeah. 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 Helen, my roadblock. <laughs> she is terrible. She <laughs> comes off very badly. So episode 10 starts essentially with Connell getting the news that his friend Rob is Rob right yeah yeah has um committed suicide and he is distraught about it obviously he goes to the funeral things are tense I thought the moment when he sees Marianne and hugs her (gasps) oh oh my god gosh I have it in bold I really love this that was insane. That was one of those moments where I was like, wow, this is so powerful seeing this. It was How much so you can good. communicate in a hug. Oh, so I mean, they're good. like clinging to one another and they yeah. zoom in close and are like her hands on the back of his, of his on his back. And yeah. they're, they're like barnacles. They yes. both just like take each other in and they don't give a fuck that Helen's standing there. And I love that Rachel sees it. Let's just... <laughs> A little yeah. flashback. Yes, um, that's right. That's right. right. You yes, know? yes. Everyone. And they just don't care. It's no. like there's no one else around them. He just sees her. He almost runs to her. Yes. Oh, yeah. He... That was that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That was truly like a, a real moment. I was like, wow, that is so powerful. There is something so powerful between these two people. And, and about Some how great much acting. They need, My God. Right? How yeah. much they need each other and how that can be conveyed in just a single mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. 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 That was great. And even as low as they both are, right? Mm-hmm. That That's also what makes it all the more noteworthy is they're both in really bad places right here. And to see each other and, and have that spark back is is pretty amazing mm. yeah yeah and um, then he's yeah. back in bed with helen right oh after the funeral yeah <laughs> the <twin> she, bed. <laughs> now i don't know I, I i know it's for the show but they've had to have her she's always like when she meets lorraine or when he meets her parents does does lorraine like marianne you know it's always marianne why is she I, always bringing up marianne i'm not yeah don't love that at right. all but but and, then uh, she gets really bad here. Yeah. 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 She's yeah, just like, yeah, they're just lying there. And she's like, how come you didn't introduce me to any of your friends? You know, like, why did you even bring me if you yeah. didn't want me to come? I yeah. love it. Just like my friend just killed himself. Uh, we're at a funeral. Up? I don't know yeah. what you expected. Like, I'm not sure what you thought was going to be happening, but no, Mm. it was not fun. Yeah, I didn't even want to be here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's coming off really badly, clearly with the timing, and she sounds like a whiner. But, of course, I mean, she's missing. The point is, like, what the fuck's up with you and Marianne? Like, why are you so weird around her? And that's a conversation that she's right. He Mm -hmm. is, and there's definitely Mm -hmm. something going on there. And... So she's not wrong. It's just her timing really yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, That's right. And he's not helping because he's just like, fuck you. I don't want to talk about this right now. And he's never going to want to talk about what's up yeah. with him. Yeah. Well, that is her. the problem. I think yeah. he's completely justified and he's answering her questions 
in a great way for the moment. But the truth of the matter is he's never going to want to talk about it. You're right. No. And he says, she says, why do you have to act so weird around her? And, and I always remember this line from the book too. He's like, how I act around her is my normal personality. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just a weird person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause he's realizing, you know what, maybe how I am with her is really my real self. Or maybe yeah. that's the only person I'm ever my real self with. Yes. But yeah. the, the context you miss here, there was a little bit of it when you see them having happy scenes, you know, him and Helen prior, mm-hmm, like when he mm-hmm. goes to dinner with her dad or yep. when they, you know, they look like a happy couple in a lot of little montage yes. scenes. But yes. what what's missing is in the book, he talks a lot about how being with Helen makes him feel normal. Mm. And that so much of, I think what he likes about his relationship with Helen, which was not true with Marianne, is that she keeps him out of his darker thoughts and he Mm -hmm. can almost convince himself that he's a happy quote unquote normal person and when so when he delivers that line in the book actually maybe this just is my personality he's just realizing i've been fucking pretending with you right really that's not my real self so i don't know if you get that as much you don't don't i don't know you don't again you don't you don't get what he's struggling with you do get the idea that they look like a very normal happy couple but what you don't understand is that there is a point when he feels like he's just pretending with her yeah 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 so yeah oh then does she break up with him yeah yeah that so that's different too in the book. We don't have that breakup scene where she gives a little bit of a speech. Like in the book, it just says like two weeks later it was over. They broke up. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but in the show we actually see the breakup firsthand and, and she – it's a very gloomy scene. God, he's laying on the bed. And yeah, and she's, she's like, crying. this has and- been going on for a long time. Yeah. So again, her timing sucks, but she's not wrong, right? right. I mean, <laughs> the relationship probably never did fully work and that says all of this is exacerbating their problems, but yeah. um, I don't know. So I, so that's different and I don't know, I guess because, well, I guess they could have, they didn't need to have that scene. They could have just had him tell Marianne or someone like, well, we broke up. So they, they, they did intentionally I guess want to have this breakup which I'm not sure really added much well I think it I think it probably just makes Helen seem to your point like that it was conveyed that even though they had had all these happy moments and these montages of Christmas and whatever that they that things were not really right and she admits that and she says my timing is off so I think it's just a nice neat little way to to put it all together I think it worked yeah yeah and so then there's his uh, talks with a the therapist, which, mm-hmm. you know, Connell, I thought Paul Meskel did an amazing job oh my God. in this episode of, in these scenes with the therapist. And they were very much enhanced for me from the book. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember, I remember them and I've looked the, it's not that the words are, are really different at all. Most of his speeches, if you will, to her are really the same but his delivery yeah i just felt his pain oh my gosh more and oh my god and his crying is so it's such incredible acting such nuanced acting because he kind of lets one tear roll down and it's like on his lip and i mean there's no like sobbing he's not forcibly sobbing like overacting but he's also not doesn't seem he's really struggling to make the tears come out it's 
it's incredible. I think it's it's top notch um, acting. Amazing. I cannot just, wait to see what he does after this. Yeah, he's blowing me away. And yes. Just, and then I mean, again, the words are the same as the book, but it is it is pretty powerful, and that's why we were so upset that that they took it out of of Marianne scenes but yeah. I mean just how disappointed he is in his own life and how it's turning mm-hmm. out and mm-hmm. how he came to Trinity thinking he could have a different life but I hate it here yeah he says. oh I and know. I can never go back because those friendships are gone and that's gone and oh I can't get that life back like he's yeah and he said this earlier you know to Marianne that he can't connect mm-hmm. the two parts of his life the mm-hmm. one at Trinity and home and you know And now he just really realizes not only can he not do that, he hates this one. Yes. And he can't get that one back. I know. That was, yeah, that was really powerful. That was, I don't remember that line so vividly as I, as I felt it here. That was really powerful. And it, and it felt, it didn't just, wasn't just a line, right? It felt like something, a theme that had been going throughout first him trying to integrate it. And then you're right, coming to this realization that I I hate it here and I can never go back there. Oh, wow. And we were worried, right? We should, we should say we were a little worried that because we knew he was going to have some sort of breakdown here and how that might come off because not, not acted well or in someone else's hands. You, you not only don't feel sorry for them, you're like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like, like, get it together. Suck it up. And right. We were a little nervous. Yes. Right. No, to it's be so honest. true. So true. And he delivered and then some. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, for, I had even forgotten that I had had so much. I had had concerns too because the book felt a little more whiny to me. It did. Yeah. It, and it also, it goes on kind of a long time yeah. in the book. And there's a lot of the questionnaire and him thinking about how to answer the questions. And that in the book didn't add much. See, the stuff in the Marianne in the book really adds to what's going on in her head. His, it didn't feel like it, sometimes, especially in this moment, it felt like it really dragged on at the therapist, but not in the show. It was just perfect. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, perfect. you liked, you wanted more of those scenes. Yeah. Which yeah. you're right in the book. I was like, okay, Connell, yeah, mm-hmm, you're depressed. Yeah, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. this. I yeah. was, I was engrossed. So yeah, so much better. Um, the episode ten by far the standout from if you're comparing the book to the show. This episode ten is. I would skip this part of the book and go to the show. <laughs> and I love this edition. Speaking of enhancing of mm-hmm. the Skype, Skype. with. Her watching him sleep. That is yes. not in the book. And I fucking love that I edition. I loved that too. Talk about, like we have a million times, departures that yeah. are in line. They're not in the book, but they're things you can see them doing. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we, you've said before, like it doesn't need to be a huge departure. Put them in other situations where you're like, yes, that's something Marianne and Connell would do. Yeah. Even though they didn't do it in the book. And this, I thought, was a perfect example of that. Uh, yeah, I thought it was incredibly sweet for yes. the couple, but I also loved how it talk about, you know, kind of show don't tell what he needs is like rest and recharge yes. and he needs to sleep and she is working when he goes to sleep and she is working when he gets up and that's what she needs. She needs to fucking put her nose back to the grindstone and get her head on straight and she is so 
So not only is it this really sweet moment where they're on screen with each other and he goes to sleep and Henny wakes up with her right next to him metaphorically. Right. Or techno- technologically, I guess. Yes. But not only that, but they're also doing exactly what they need to be doing for themselves. themselves Such in that a, moment. Oh, so, yes. so good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a great addition for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And then there's the final Skype, again, which I alluded to before, where it's now she and her words are what has really saving him because mm-hmm. now he's better, but you mm-hmm. still haven't seen him still haven't seen him smile and on this skype you know she starts talking about um all these people writing on rob's facebook wall Mm -hmm. yeah that's in the book yeah that's in the book yeah but you know basically the pointless which i've always thought too it's good why why are people writing to dead people on dead people's walls and you know she's she's being thoughtful like no really like why do people do that but also sort of like I mean, what's up with that? And it right. and it makes it brings him draws him out, and it finally you see him smile. Yeah. And and she says she's angry about it. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and that also just gives him permission to have more feelings of his own, and that it's okay to whatever he's feeling about it. Sometimes you know they're all, all across the board, but whatever it is, she's experiencing it too, and there's that connection there. Yeah, and it's also got a little bit of Marianne's edge. That's a little Marianne yeah. I like where she's yeah. like, I mean, really, what what do, what do people even do that for? Like yes. it, she's being uh you turning know, her nose up at social but making fun of people. Yeah, yeah. social norms kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they both their 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 old selves are kind of coming out there at the end. And so that's where that got hopeful mm-hmm. for me, but I but I did like that much better. Again, I know it was in the book. I remember that, but it had much more of an effect on me here in the positive. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Anything think, else? No, I think well, now so, the uh, question is, where are we going? Well, I'm coming. Well, you know, I, so time and music both on this one. I know I, oh, right. I managed to skip music on the last one because I, uh, nothing stood out to me. I do not, I still don't know if this is supposed to be in 2011 or 2020. I definitely don't understand how. So episode nine opens with Selena Gomez's Rare, which the song actually came out like literally like a month or two ago. I mean, I guess it could be maybe three, whatever. And I've lost track of quarantine time, but um, it is very new. Very recent. Yeah, Very new. So I don't understand how you can have a show that has no place in time, but yet put a huge, I mean, and Selena Gomez's album, this is her first album after the breakup, the second breakup or whatever many breakup with Justin Bieber, who, by the way, Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber could be a, a Marianne and a Connell. Yeah, so right. how you put in a, an extremely recent and extremely anticipated song from, uh, or from Selena Gomez's album right now, I, I don't, I, I cannot comprehend. But then, yeah. so I don't know, I, is it supposed to be, current day I cannot I don't know I don't even know why you would do that why you would put it in such place and time unless you've put the show now it's fine if you say this is a night or you say this is a, a a current day show and then you put an old song in that's fine everybody listens to it. but to have something that's so clearly marked to 2020 and then never tell us what year it is is bizarre and then and is it not 2020 because he still has hotmail I'm I'm just so confused and so over this 
issue why I'm still talking about it in every say, episode. You don't sound over it. <laughs> uh, it's so like, why are they doing this? I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I really just don't understand. I, I, I need someone to tell me we just didn't think it mattered. I need someone to say, because these were decisions that were made. that's just what I've told myself. I know uh, you have, but I can't imagine because this is not be. real life. This is, this is a set. There are people's, this is people's jobs. Someone's well, wait, the, job I just don't think do it this. matters is the, is the time or the, or the song you're saying. We, uh, or both. <laughs> uh, what, I don't know what the answer is. I just want someone to tell me what it is. I don't know. It does matter to me. So, yes. I, well, on this one song choice, we yeah. did get an answer that is akin to, I just didn't think it mattered. I liked the song. On Rare? No, I'm saying on one of the songs. Oh, oh on Goodwill Hunting. Let, yeah, yeah, but good. So that, that Goodwill Hunting one is a different yeah, issue for me. That is yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this yeah. is about time. Where are we in time? Are we in 2020? Are we in 2011? Where the book is that? Where I guess now by by this point we're like 2013. I don't understand. I just think I know. Yeah. I just don't think it bothers some people. Well, they can watch it without knowing, or they just assume it's somewhere around present. Or I don't honestly, care. Might, if, people if, might not think 2011 to 2019 is all that different a time frame in the context of a show. Like it's not like you know 1960 or 1990 versus it. Like the, it's, isn't it's actually 2011 is arguably present day. That's totally time? true. I I completely agree with you. And I don't actually care if people care or not. But I know it is someone's job, yeah, Kate, to do these things. There's a music supervisor. What is uh, there are people who build those those title cards. I don't. This is I these know. are people's jobs, and and to me, they're not taking their job seriously, or they're not coordinating with other people to know. You know, if if the person who was doing the music was like, here we are in 2019 or 2020. Then of course pick this song, but if yeah, no yeah. one, uh, uh, they go together. We? Yeah, they I, have to be coordinated. So that's really too. what bothers me. I'm not talking about this as a viewer. I'm talking about this as a person who who makes these decisions and knows how much these decisions matter, and that really upsets me. It just, it's, just, I don't understand. It just feels like it's not right. If that was my job. I would be mortified right now. Mortified. Like now, what? Let me ask where you, was the where was the disconnect? Not for the choices, but where was the disconnect? If you forget, if putting aside these issues, oh god, no, no, do this. Well, yes. I'm just saying because I will say, as someone who is reading a million articles about the show and yeah. tweets and everything else, yes. the playlists and the song choices are people are really loving the soundtrack and they keep yeah. talking about it so but i want so my question is putting aside your legitimate points about them if you just listen to these songs do no, you I like can't, i can't because i'm that. not even sure I, what i'm gonna yeah. say is i can put all your things aside because they're yeah. not my issues yeah. i'm not so sure i even think the soundtrack is all that amazing, amazing. <laughs> do you know what I, i'm just gonna yeah. go straight on like i'm hearing this music it, it has no effect on me. Yeah, like, no, I do I think love music it. should. See, I yeah, do I'm, love music. Some the of them music. I have, but not as a collective. Like, that's not what I think of when I think of this series. Like, oh, the music. Do you? I think there's a yeah. couple that stand out. No, I, I love it all. Absolutely. I love it all. And I think that's probably oh, why it's see? really upsetting to me. Oh, probably. Right? Because I'm yeah. like, this song means something. This song I love this song and it and I know the context of of reality and this song and the whole thing 
I, maybe that's why it's upsetting me more because it yeah. is. I do think it's great. I do think the music is great as oh, see, a choice. So I just don't yeah. understand it in the context of the story and and what's going on. It really bothers right. me. Okay. And then now also, we're... and then also the really made me want to tear my hair out. I'm actually running my hands through my hair, tearing my hair out right now. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, okay. Happy New Year. We have a happy new year scene. Oh, they could have so easily just told me happy new year. There could have been a cocktail napkin with it with a year on it. In fact, no one doesn't wear those stupid glasses. That has yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, nothing. Have you tried to look this up? Like, no, I don't do any. I don't do no. But now that it bothered you, now I feel like I want to see if there's anything out there about. I did read one reviewer who did, but it was about a specific episode, and they were like, "Oh, actually, it was it was recently. It was about the Sweden one." They were like, "I don't know how long she's gone for because, as usual, I don't know what year it is." Yeah, but they kept, yeah. but but yeah. it wasn't a big point. Right. So there, yeah. I bet there, there, there's something out there. Happy New Year! They have, they literally <laughs> have a Happy New Year scene. The whole place is decorated. People are wearing hats. Just wear There's, a hat. Just wear, wear a hat that says like 20, 20 whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that would be or 2014 or it's 2020. I don't care. I don't care. You're right, Kate. In the truth of the matter is there isn't a ton of difference between 2011 and 2020. As far as like, there's no glaring fashion issues. There's no, right. like, That's what there's not, it's not like, you know, like, uh, right. It's not like dinosaurs are fucking around right i got it i understand that they haven't made some sort of insane blunder but and and again if you had told me it was 2011 or 2013 at this point and then played selena gomez rare i could say to myself well they just didn't care they already gave me the time so i don't need to think about selena gomez and when her song came out i don't need to think about that because they've already told me it's 2013 and they're just picking the song i could understand that the point is i don't know i'm waving my hands so <laughs> i'm what if the time doesn't wildly. affect the you know like you said the setting the clothing that this if yeah. it doesn't really matter for the story, then why you. does it bother you so much? Because Just it's someone's it takes job. You out. It's a distraction. No, it's because it's someone's job, and, and yes, someone and it didn't makes you do their think job. Think about how they didn't do their job. Yes, it makes me upset. unless they decided on purpose that they didn't want to tell you. But then, like no, but then point, the something other day, else would have had to tell me. Like right. you had to tell me then it was 2011, and then you know someone said, "Here we are. We're writing, we're making a show, and it's set in 2011 to 2014." Pick whatever songs you want. Okay, because you've already told me, but nobody told me. And now you're making me guess and you're giving me clues that tell me Hotmail is from 2011 and you're giving me clues that say smartphones are from who the hell knows when. And then uh, Selena Gomez Rare is playing. I I, I, I do have a couple of friends who still have Hotmail and AOL, but I I agree with you. Those are pretty dated. Wow. (laughs) Those are, I know yeah. they do. Well, and and it doesn't so matter weird. because you're talking about then you're talking about an older person who's kept them. You're talking about a new person. Yes, getting, this is a, of course he's a young getting, kid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. getting. So that's email. when he would have created yes. his email, and so there was he's no like, one. Goes if it was present creates, day, no right. eighteen you know, year old you know college freshman is starting with a hotmail account. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, time and music came back. I had my rant. Back. Yes. Um, and, and now I'm moving. Well, on. now we're gonna move into the final two. Yes. And 
which I'm really excited about. Yes. This is where we're going to see them come Come back. back. Yes. Come back. And in right, whether it's satisfactory or not, whether it will scratch we know i we know one of our was a one scene that's got to be coming which i you know yeah which we've already talked about i mean i'm sure he's gonna they're gonna try to reconnect and she's gonna ask him to hit her and it's gonna get awkward before my point is gonna get worse before it gets better see i know i wonder if he will i wonder if she will i guess she will ask him but who knows every everything else i've yeah everything else i've called that about though hasn't happened so i'm I'm gonna set that aside. Yeah, I think she, I think she probably will because yeah. then that's 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 kind of a big deal. But um, but you're right; it's only two more, and let's see. And I'm interested to see if they end it the same. I know they'll do it. It's not like we said; it's not gonna be a big departure. But yeah, we'll see. I wonder if it will feel a little more happy because the book. Yeah, the book did not feel. It was not a good note it wasn't a bad note it was definitely a this is the right direction but it wasn't a happy ending. well but remember i found it super hopeful yes and you I, did and that's right did. that's right you did i did that's i found right. it really hopeful right. even though i acknowledged there were some points that you yeah. made and that i could see where you could well yeah. like everything with her it was complicated right but yeah but in the end i chose i said to believe that it was hopeful and there was certainly a lot of support for that but we're going to have to talk about that. I still, I, I think at the end of our, our first podcast, I know know you said that. I I know you did, Yeah. but I, I still don't, I have no idea how you could have found that hopeful after the MFA. Do change one another. Yeah, but, and, and, and they, they, and, and he said, and he brought her goodness like a gift and, and now it was hers. And so, so but what about the, the what about what was going on though him and the mfa program yeah i know so we didn't tell her like you said they got work to do deal. but but in the end they have done each other such good and they have changed one another and nothing can ever take that away you know what i mean and i and i argued and we'll see i don't know that 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 was a transformative love for them and, yeah. and that that's got that's hopeful to me and that if they've had that Maybe they get that back. Maybe not. Yeah, Maybe, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, but that yeah. to me, that was, was hopeful. And did right, she well, say we'll something like, I'll that. be here? I mean, I could look. I mean, you have yeah. Me. She, like, she I'll said, always be all, here. Yes. Yes. Like and that they'll always like, have each other. Maybe yeah. not in a romantic way. We've seen mm-hmm. them now that they can be friends. Yeah. So that they've done one another good. It was the whole relational point again. So, yeah. but I, I have a feeling seeing these two on screen do it i just i do have a sense that maybe i'm gonna the hopefulness will come out more but i already had it so yes right you, you did know, so you did. i'm coming into it with that but maybe i'll be disappointed maybe it would seem less hopeful to me I hope well because i do i thought it was extremely depressing and and i, I thought know. it was their same pattern i i had called you back it was cringy to, almost yeah, yeah i called it back to when he doesn't ask her to stay for the summer um, yeah, you know, so after their first year at Trinity, I thought this is not growth. This is exactly going back in time. Like this is doing the exact same thing I've already seen you do. And now here we go doing the exact same thing and then ending the book. I was like, well, okay. And, and you know, in the book, when I went back to check this thing about Sweden and stuff, I saw too that right around there, right after it is when he sends in 
one of the essays to mm-hmm. Sadie. Yeah. Um, for the literary magazine. And so all of that's kind of other than that one uh rejection he gets in a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. We don't have any of that yet about how he's really been talking right. to this girl Sadie and the literary magazine and Right. And, and the literary know, events. I think yes. that'll come out. That could be two episodes. That could be in there. It could be. We yeah. but but right now, yeah, we don't have any of that. So No. It's a no, little, we don't. It'll be weird at the end if we just have him say he applied to some program and never told her. I, yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Oh, that playing. would be we're predicting here oh geez I people don't know. listening have binge watched and they're like dude we already know how it ends yeah just exactly <laughs> all right well, we'll get to it tomorrow we will i can't wait this has been pop fiction women with corinne and kate if you loved this episode please leave a review and if you hated it email us we want to hash it out Love us or hate us, don't forget to subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. And keep it complicated.